Hey guys, Boomadoo here with the Grind Scheme of Things. Thank you so much again for tuning in and listening to this episode of the 10 Worlds of Human Consciousness and how they affect your productivity. So I think we can all agree that when you're in a good mood, it's easy for you to get the work done. <laughs> when you're in a funky mood, it makes it a little bit more difficult. In this episode, we talk about the 10 Worlds of Human Consciousness as a function of what I stumbled upon uh, about 10 years ago in the work of David Hawkins, who's the author of a book called Power Versus Force. I walk you through his model of human consciousness, and then I take you in the direction of how I discovered in Buddhism that there was an equivalent model that consisted of 10 worlds, and how each world in those 10 worlds influences your productivity, right? Same way that the work that David Hawkins did with his um, map of consciousness gives you an insight into how to operate from a place of power versus a place of force, right? So if you're interested in learning more about that and how your state of consciousness, the literal state of consciousness that you're in right now can impact your productivity for better or for worse, highly recommend that you listen to this podcast episode on the grind scheme of things. All right, guys, talk to you soon. I'll talk to you on the other side and share with you the resources that you need in order for you to implement what you've learned. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Conversation. What's up, guys? Uh, create a room by inviting others. This is giving me instructions right now. Okay, that's good to know. All right, manage live and see who's watching. Yeah, that's good to know. View questions from your audience and share them. That's good to know. Add face filters. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Okay. All right, good people. It is that time. Productive Soul Sunday. So, tonight, uh, one of the things I'm excited about that um, is the subject matter involves... 10 Worlds of Consciousness, and let's jump right into it. So for those of you who, maybe this is your first time seeing one of these conversations, or maybe you've seen them through the Instagram feed, this is a weekly conversation, uh, which is referred to as the Productive Soul Conversation, and it's two parts. One part is an Instagram interactive sort of realm like this where I kind of go over what the subject matter is, what aspects of, of the topic that we're talking about. If anyone's on that has questions, I get to answer those as well. Um, and after that's done, there's a deeper dive into the subject matter. So to give you an example, so last week um, we covered and talked about the three to five, so many of these subject matters that I've covered, I, I can't even keep them all straight. Uh, hang on one second, let me just pull this up real quick okay yeah so last week it was the three to five if you look at my feed I'm pulling that up now come on all right well my computer is making up its mind so I, the example would be the three to five things that you know that you need to focus on to be happy right on a daily basis to track to be happy on a daily basis um so that's an example of one of the subjects that we covered right 
um, and to guarantee happiness. So the last conversation we had was all about how to complete three weeks of work in less than 60 minutes. The three to five thing that I just mentioned or one that I mentioned a moment ago is the three to five things you need to track daily to guarantee happiness, right? So we went over that. Um, but beyond just a lip service version of the conversation, there's a deeper dive session, which is collaborative, where in Zoom form, I kind of take you behind the curtain of a program and a particular playbook known as the 25 Blueprint Playbook. Inside of this playbook, you really see sort of uh, some of the tools, some of the guidelines, uh, instructions that give you all the power to be able to architect and create out what a productive experience of your life can be, right? So, and it's not just productivity for the sake of productivity. My personal belief and why this has been created is that, you know, each and every one of us has a particular talent, right? And it's not just limited to one. Like a lot of it, some of us are very like mega talented, multi-talented. We, are, we have so many things going on at any given time. Pardon me while I come in. All right. Get my battery power plugged in. Um, some of us are super talented, right? We're like dancers, directors, um, architects, engineers, um, writers, if I didn't already mention that, clothing designers, um, soccer players, you name it, like we can do it all, right? And Or do many things. And so all that said, there's always this sort of like ache, I, th- I feel like inside of many of us, that's there because we've got all this sauce, all this juice that we just got to apply somewhere and have it bear fruit, right? Like it's, it, it's painful. It's like, um, you know, being, being unable to give birth, not because you can't, you know, have a child, but because you just have to carry the child and never birth it, right? So many of us are sitting on these talents and these skills and these gifts, and we just don't know how to set our lives up in a way to put us in the best position to express it, right? Or if we are expressing it, we're expressing it in like one channel. And that's also very painful because um, because we know that there's more of us. And so for me, I've taken on the personal challenge of uh, allowing my own multifacetedness to just show up, right? To not put the lid, not try to figure out, well, well, people only people who know me from this particular skill set or this particular set of characteristics, well, they won't understand if I post about this, or they won't understand if I write a book about that, or they won't get me if I write a blog post on this subject or shoot a video about that. Like, you see what I'm saying? And I'll confess, like there are a number of things that I am skilled and gifted at. And I also know where those things intersect. And I feel like without the right set of blueprints, sometimes, you know, we feel a little bit schizophrenic. We feel like, well, you know, who's who's going to really understand my message? Who's going to really understand my brand? If I'm, I don't want to seem like I'm all over the place, right? And that's our own filter. Trust me. When you, when you have mad skills in different arenas, People know, people see it. Like, like I mean, you know, uh, the most obvious, of course, right now, that's in our current era is, you know, dare I say his name, right? Yay, Yeezy, right? A guy who started out making beats, told people he could write, write rhymes. People questioned it. People undermined it. People shunned it, right? A guy who probably at some point said, hey, and I can make clothes too. And people are like, okay, how can you, right? So over time... People start to get who you are. And I think we all have to give ourselves permission 
to show up in our, like I said, that multifacetedness and allow people to to decide who, whatever part of us they, you know, that makes a difference for them, fantastic. But we owe it to ourselves to do that. So to be able to do that and set up a framework, right? The 25 Blueprint Playbook and the mechanisms inside of it really put you in a position where you are, you are giving yourself permission. You are giving yourself sacred space to show up how you need to show up. And how to show up for yourself where you're secure, grounded, confident, and not worried about whether or not people get you. Because trust me, they will get you. They already see your spirit. They already, they already sense that there's something more that you are capable of, right? They already know that. So it's just up to you to deliver on what they already know. And getting some coaching and some guidance and some tools and some resources to get there. Does that make sense? All right, so, so I've broken it down. So two phases of this. We have this part of the conversation. And then for those of you, once this ends, anyone who's interested, we can get into the Zoom side where I kind of walk you through the training um, of how to dig a little deeper and get some muscle um, with executing and exercising on the subject matter. Okay, fair? All right, cool. So let's talk about this week's conversation. I'll give you kind of the headline. Um, the last, uh, one of the last conversations that was actually really kind of funny was uh, uh, about enlightenment and productivity. Um, a story about a Buddha and an engineer. <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to either the podcast or watched the YouTube video, uh, definitely get, do yourself a favor and just kind of check it out. I think you'll be very, very uh, entertained, right? At the very least, entertained. So that being said, um, the one after that was, and I'm pulling that up here. One after that was how to complete three weeks of work or three weeks of work in less than 60 minutes. And so tonight we're talking about the 10 worlds of consciousness and how they affect your productivity, right? So the 10 worlds of consciousness and how they affect your productivity. I'll do my best to see if I can kind of illustrate and create a diagram that I'll post and make available on, um, on Instagram and or any other social media uh, platforms. Um, and I think you'll find this very, very fascinating. And I'll tell you the story behind this. I realize, of course, it's a given that people are really drawn to stories, right? They're really, it just makes it, just makes it a more engaging experience, right? So I'm going to get into the story behind the 10 worlds of consciousness and how they affect your productivity. So, um, 10, about 10 plus years ago, um, I was in a place in my life where I think many of us, um, even if, even in your younger years, whether you're in your 20s or your 30s, at some point you start to see that the world, you know, the elevator doesn't, <laughs> doesn't go all the way to the top <laughs> for the world, right? The way the world works. You start to wonder what, what happened? What, what's going on with people? Why are they so either mean or um, disconnected or uh, not considerate or rude or brutal? Um, I'm sure, I'm sure you've got your phase of, of questions, right? Things that just puzzle you. So for me, I was going through a phase in my life where some things had really just started to, fall, started to already fall apart. But I was kind of on the way out of that phase, that dark night of the soul phase of my life. And, you know, I wondered and I wondered what just, you know, it's just always that thing in the back of my mind. Like, just what's wrong? What's, what's, what is going on in the world? Why are people how they are, how, how they show up? So... I ended up um, staying with a friend during that season of my life. I was doing one of those, I was in those couch surfing phases, and I came across this book called the Oh, it's called Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. Right? This book is is referenced in the resource section of the Twenty Four Blueprint Playbook, and um, and so <clears throat> Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. It was just 
so this friend of mine, he had a, a shelf, right? And it had all kinds of books. And so one day, this book jumped kind of, you know, you ever have a book, whether it's in a library or in a bookstore, it just kind of jumps at you, the title. So it's called um, Power Versus Force, The Hidden Determinants of Human Behavior. So um, this book really started to look at human behavior, right? Because I, I was just perplexed at like just how people were, how they were, and why they did what they did, and all kinds of stuff. So I opened up the book, and I started reading, and started exploring it, and I started understanding this scientific approach that um, the author had taken um, as part of his research to just really understand um, human, human consciousness. And um, David Hawkins, in his research, comes across this model, okay? And this model walks you through 10 levels of human consciousness that is measured using um, a kinesiological method of muscle testing. Okay, if you're not familiar with this, just look it up. Muscle testing, basically, um, someone can, it, it can be done with the fingers, like to separate fingers like this, or it can be done with, uh, you know, my arm in this video shot might not show up quite right, but it can be done testing uh, an arm muscle, right, to see like whether the arm muscle stays strong or if it goes weak um, when either a question is asked or a um, material is brought near the body. Uh, and, and so what happens in this testing process is you get to see, based on how the body responds to the subject at hand or the question or the answer to the question or whatever it is, what happens is you, you're testing the body's what's called truth response, right? And so what you start to realize is how, uh, how the body is sort of like wired um, to be in line with what is true and what is of higher levels of consciousness. Does that make sense? All right. So again, like I said, uh, I get into it a little bit um, in the 25 Blues and Playbook, but directly if you go to, the, to that source, power versus force, um, those 10 layers of 10 levels of, of human consciousness of uh, hidden determinants of human behavior. It's a powerful graphical graphic model of how um, human consciousness works, right? So looking at that model, just for me, I immediately had that moment where you ever have that moment when you come across information that just feel, has you feel like that answers a lot of questions. You ever have that moment? You look. At, it, it, it could be a subject matter. It could be how something is articulated. You just have that. That answers a lot of questions. Moment, and there's this peace that just comes over you, right? And that peace that comes over you, um, is hard to put into words, but you know it's there. It's just, it's just there. And so when I saw that map of consciousness, that's what was there for me. So fast forward. I want to read to you these levels of consciousness. And I want you for a moment, just watch how your body responds to these words, okay? As I read them off to you, okay? So the words on this map of consciousness are, um, there we go, as follows, okay? At the bottom, I want you to just imagine a chart or a table. At the bottom of this chart, uh, or the way that it's laid out. Uh, over the top of it, it gives you the headlines um, of God view, right? How one views God. 
in a particular time time frame or period in their life. Um, there's God view, there's level, there's um, emotion, there's process, there's life view. Okay, so without getting into it, I'm going to focus in on the emotion uh, part. Okay, um, so the emotion part or the levels, I'm sorry, the levels part. So the levels go from on a logarithmic scale, 20 at the bottom, 1,000 at the top. Okay, so 20 at the bottom, 1,000 at the top. And I'm going to read these off to you. And you just, you could take, uh, take a moment, you could actually close your eyes if you're not driving. <laughs> I don't want, anyone well, what happened was I was on the productive soul call and boy said, close your eyes. And then I just ended up, you know, in a pileup. No, no, I didn't say, I said, if you're driving, either pull over, but don't close your eyes while you're driving. To do this exercise fair okay thank you um <laughs> so level 20 is at the bottom level 1000 is at the top okay and so i want you to close your eyes for a moment and i'm, I'm going to read to you the levels of human consciousness that are articulated based on this map okay and this is all make sense as i doubt as i pull it all together at the end so um so if you want to take a deep breath And relax. All right. Take another deep breath. And exhale. And relax. Take one more for good luck. And exhale and relax. All right, so I'm going to read off to you these levels of consciousness, and I want you to just notice how your body responds, okay? Or whatever part of your whole system, however it responds, right? All right, the first level, lowest level of human consciousness is shame, right? That's the word, shame. You can keep your eyes closed and just kind of notice how your heart, your, your blood flow, all of that, everything is working, right? While I'm reading these levels. So shame is at the bottom. Guilt. See? Take a look. See how your body responds. That, that's the level. Level 30 is guilt. Right? The level that I mentioned before, guilt, was shame, which is level 20. Level 50 is apathy. So the word is apathy. Look out! Look at look at how your body feels. Okay. All right. When I say the word grief, notice how your body feels. When I say the word fear, look at how your body feels. Desire. Notice how your body feels when I say the word desire. Notice how your body feels when I say the word anger. Take a deep breath. Notice how your body feels when I say pride. Right? Okay, now up until pride, 
this is what's categorized. All of this is categorized uh, under the umbrella of force. Okay. Now I'm going to get into the other side of the emotional spectrum, referred to as power. And the first word in this area is courage. Notice how you feel when you hear the word courage. Courage. Next word, uh, next level is neutrality. And neutrality, if you kind of have a hard time figuring where that should place you, it, refer it has to do with the emotion. It's tied to the emotion of trust, according to David Hawkins' work. The next level is willingness. Next level after that is acceptance. Acceptance is associated with the emotion of forgiveness. Okay. Next level after that is reason. Reason is associated with understanding. Notice how your body is feeling now compared to what it felt when I started on the force side. Next level after that is love. Love is associated with the emotion of reverence. Right? Notice how your body feels when I use the word love. Next level after love is joy. And joy is associated with the emotion of serenity. And then the next level after that, keep noticing how your body is feeling as I'm going through these levels, right? Next level after that is peace. Okay? And then the last level, I need a drum roll for this. Last level is enlightenment and the emotion that's associated with this one is a word that's like not a commonly used term at least in my experience is a word um, the word ineffable which means hard to articulate hard to put into words right ineffable um, and so now that we've gone through this exercise over these past few moments do you notice can you sense the difference between the realm of power versus the realm of force? Right? You can kind of feel it in your heartbeat. <laughs> right? Like, your whole everything internally feels a certain kind of way between when I was reading off force. Right? The realm of force is shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride. Right? And then it switched switches and flips into courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment. Okay? Big difference between these two worlds. Take a deep breath. Okay? So, in a very short period of time, I did like some very intense work with you on these levels of consciousness. 
Now, I'm reminded, as a matter of fact, there's a book that I also have as part of the resources in the 25 Blueprint Playbook that is uh, written by uh, Dr. Darren Weissman. Dr. Darren Weissman was the first experience that I had of muscle reflex test testing that was done that I did, okay? Um, and in his book, The Power of Infinite Love and Gratitude, this really brought it all home for me, right? This, this whole uh, mind-body energy work, this is kind of where I got kind of my version of chops in this realm of work, okay? Um, and, um, and so he does a, a lifeline therapy uh, modality, which involves everything from color therapy, aromatherapy, crystals. I mean, his whole thing is an integrated experience of mind-body work, okay? But these levels of consciousness, as I just walked you through it, um, are the levels of consciousness that you're operating at at any given moment. Any given moment. So like right now, while you're watching this, you are at some of one of these levels or some hybrid of these, right? And you can jump from a position of joy and then sink right down the guilt, right? Because something triggered you, right? Am I right? And we've all had our moments, our version of these um, experiences. So now... These levels of consciousness that I just read off to you, right, aren't the 10, okay? They aren't part of the, the 10, essentially, based on how uh, the headline that you, that brought you here, okay? But this is to give you an illustration of, like, where, what inspired the 10 levels of consciousness that I'll just share with you um, in the Zoom training. But this was the start. Okay, because one of the things that I noticed and I was inspired by looking at this model was that, wow, I felt like, man, if people could actually see this model, right? So I'm going to invite you to go. You could Google um, the map of consciousness by David Hawkins. Google it, okay? Um, for, um, you know, just being responsible here, their, their work is, you know, uh, tied to them, trademarked to them. So go ahead and use that. I'm only referring it here to you. As, um, uh, <laughs> hey man, thank you so much, Mr. Oracle. Appreciate you. The Master Oracle is in the building. Yeah, man, this is, uh, you know, this is all part of, part of the, part of the journey. So, um, so when you guys look at the, the map of consciousness, you will have, a, you have an experience when you look at, look at the map itself, that something just clicks for you, Right. So now pulling this over into the 25 Blueprint Playbook, you know, the original journey, uh, I wanted to be able to kind of share this with the people who read. Um, of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember, uh, remember our paths crossing there. Um, good to see you on. Thanks for joining. So the, the work that was done in the 25 Blueprint Playbook when it was written um, was to really inspire and give people the tools to architect their own sort of productivity, productive soul path, okay? And I didn't have it articulated this way in that time, but essentially it was to awaken what I refer to as your hero-manity, okay? And if, if you awaken to your hero-manity, you awaken to the fact that there's just stuff that you feel deep down that you need to do for your, for your own peace of mind, for your own sense of fulfillment, satisfaction, joy, and happiness. And to be able to do that, 
you need a, a system, an operating system of how you get things done on a day-to-day -day basis, okay? So pivoting from there, I wanted to share Dr. Hawkins' work, but I realized due to technical, uh, technical uh, reasons, based on their own trademarked work, I couldn't share this there, okay? Couldn't publish it with my work, okay? Not without going through a process of, of going over it with them, right? So I let it be what it was. However, at the same time, those of you who listened to my uh, talk about the Buddha and the engineer, you'll, you'll, you've learned that I encountered and started studying Buddhism around that same time. And I discovered this other model of human consciousness referred to the 10 worlds of human consciousness. So before I get into that, I want you to notice if you notice that just without you being in the middle of doing anything right now, as I walked you through those states of those levels of consciousness as written in David Hawkins' work, if you notice your, your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit operating a certain kind of way or feeling a certain kind of way, imagine bringing that energy to your work. So if you ask yourself, right, when you go to work and when you are doing work, right, whatever the work might be, what are you bringing to it? Are you bringing shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride to, to your work? Or are you bringing courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment to your work? Right? Because it, it does color and, 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 and paint the experience of the work that you do. So, that said, throwing it over to the playbook side, I realized that the 10 worlds of consciousness were sort of, in my assessment, almost like... And it, and it predates, okay? Um, it predates this modern work of David Hawkins. When I looked at that body of work, uh, the Ten Worlds of Consciousness, right, which is uh, a Buddhist construct of human human consciousness and human, um, yeah, the human experience, I realized that the these maps had a relationship that they could connect. If you looked close enough, you could see the relationship, and the Ten Worlds of Consciousness. Uh, of the ten worlds of human consciousness, according to um, Buddhism, let me pull that up for you. Are as follows, right? Let's read these off. So at the bottom. go. It's called the Ten Worlds, okay? So at the bottom of the Ten Worlds, it starts with hell. Surprise! <laughs> the next world after hell is hunger. The next world after hunger is animality. The next world after animality is hunger. The next, I'm sorry. Yeah, animality is anger, sorry. After anger is the next world of humanity. After that is the world of heaven, okay? 
So can you see just those, those lower six paths of hell, hunger, animality, anger, humanity, right? Um, or, you know, heaven is kind of actually included in there too because I think it's like the transitional world. Um, those lower paths are similar to the same path that I just read to you in David Hawkins' work of human consciousness, right? They both start at the same place of hell, which is equivalent to shame, and goes on to all those other worlds that you just read about, that I just read to you about from his chart. Okay, now above heaven is learning, realization, bodhisattva, and then Buddhahood. Right, that rounds it up. So all that said, if you again, like I said, this is what we kind of go over in the Zoom trainings. When you start plugging in these worlds and see how they compare to each other, you see that there's a very um, just almost intuitive connection between these two, these two maps of human consciousness. And now if you ask yourself, how productive, how productive can I be when I'm in hell? How productive can I be when I'm in a state of hunger? How productive can I be when I'm in a state of animality? How productive can I be when I'm in a state of anger? How productive can I be when I'm in a state of, you know, humanity, right? And these you have to tease out a little bit and read read a little deeper into to understand what the world involves, okay? But I think we would all agree we feel like our productivity can really increase and be more fulfilling and more satisfying when it's coming from... Um, you know, whether it's like at moving from humanity to heaven to learning to realization to bodhisattva to Buddhahood, right? And you can learn more about that, okay? So all that said, these are the 10 worlds that can really make a difference and impact and that are impacting your productivity. In some way, shape, or form, being in any of these worlds is messing with your productivity, either hurting it or accelerating it. Okay? And if you're confused about how, then I definitely would invite you to get access to the 24-hour blueprint playbook. We can have schedule a, uh, and book a conversation or a coaching call with me, and we can have a conversation. I can walk you through it and see if this will make a difference for you using the 24-hour blueprint method. Um, but these, these 10 worlds that I just mentioned to you inside of the Buddhist model are really the 10 worlds that you can use to map and look at how you want to move in as far as your productivity is concerned okay and um, and if they don't work or if you can't identify with how these worlds are impacting your productivity and when I say productivity I'm not just talking about oh you know I got you know three things out of five things done on my to-do list no I'm talking about productive soul like the things you just really genuinely feel like you are here pouring your life into, that you want to pour your life into. Maybe you've been reluctant, been timid, uh, been um, yeah, too cowardly to engage in, right, to grapple with, uh, or you feel like kind of like you're in the dark about um, where the answers are to help you actualize yourself, right? These 10 worlds in a, in, a, in a study and an understanding of how to activate yourself through them so that you can sort of experience that energy of Buddhahood, this is where some of the magic lives, right? Now, just like I said, Maybe you feel like this is too woo-woo <laughs> for you. I understand. Feel free to go and read Power Versus Force, and you'll get more of a scientific version of it, right? 
these ten worlds that I just mentioned to you are more sort of there. There's of course there's science to it. However, it caters to those who sort of have a spiritual lens that they can identify with, right? And and maybe more consumable for those those type of folks, right? But if you feel like you're more of a scientific, a you know, a um, dot every I, cross every T, kind of uh, fellow or person, um, take a look at Power versus Force by um, David Hawkins, right? So, at this time, um, we'll wrap this up. I'll jump on in a moment to the Zoom side of this, where I'll kind of walk you through what this looks like inside of the Tinder file blueprint, and um, and that way you kind of have some access and some muscle with how to execute and follow through on this. So <clears throat> I want to wrap up if you've made it this far in the video with this idea. So in your life, you're dealing with five kingdoms. I've talked about that in previous videos. Five kingdoms of faith, fellowship, finances, feelings, and fitness. Again, faith, fellowship, finances, feelings, and fitness. Okay. There's something going on in any of those worlds at any, on, any, on any given day at any given time. In addition to something going on in all those worlds on any given day, at any given time, you are in one of those worlds on any given day, at any given time, operating inside of one of these 10 worlds on any given day, at any given time. So in the kingdom of, let's say, finances, you might be, you might be in hell or hunger or animality. Or anger right but then you jump into the relationship of you know how you feel about your children or your partner and you might feel like you're in a state of learning or in a state of realization or in a state of heaven right and so you've got these worlds within worlds that are always kind of intermingling and mixing and what you really want to feel is that like your worlds are integrated and that is not split right and that's where the 25 blueprint work really um, comes in handy because it helps you kind of see what's what and how to go to work on a daily basis with addressing your life in a way that you kind of can pull all the worlds that you're in um, in the direction of the world that you really want to dwell in, right? So that's the world of, of heaven, the world of learning, the world of realization, the world of bodhisattva, the world of Buddhahood, right? Which is the realm of enlightenment, if you remember David Hawkins' work. Um, you can kind of genuinely engage in that on a daily basis, okay? With practices and rituals and routines. So I'm going to stop this here. If you have any questions uh, or you want to participate on the Zoom side of it, um, depending on when you get this, send me a message. We'll get you access to it um, so you can kind of get your hands dirty a little bit with this work. So that's it. I uh, appreciate you guys. For those of you who joined me, um, always a pleasure to see you uh, on here. And... Um, some parts, if not all of this, will be available uh, if you're more of a podcast person. Uh, I'll see if I can get the audio version of this up and available in podcasts. We're available on uh, YouTube. Sorry, not YouTube. Um, Podcast-wise, uh, Spotify, uh, Google, and um, Apple's platform. Okay? So those are the three main. There's like all kinds of, at least like a few others. But... Um, those three key ones, Spotify, everybody knows Spotify by now, um, Google's uh, platform for podcasts, as well as uh, Apple's podcast platform, you can get access to the audio version when this is ready. 
I'll make an announcement on my uh, Instagram page. So that's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, send them over. I'll be more than happy to answer them and support and uh, contribute to you. Um, and if you want to book a conversation so we can have a consultation to get you in the direction of uh, moving in the direction of your own productive soul lane, let's do that. Have the courage to take that step, right? If that's the necessary part for you that you just sense right now is critical. Okay, let's, let's make that magic happen. Um, and that's it. Subscribe, follow. If you hear this on YouTube or hear it on a platform that you can follow me on, do yourself the favor of just being in touch and staying in tune. At least you have another voice in your ear to help you kind of like keep your head up, keep your heart heart um, strong, spirit kind of forward focused. Um, we could do this together, right? Because you don't have to be alone on your journey, okay? You just don't. Not if I'm here, right? At the very least, there's two of us. <laughs> At the very least. So um, you, could, you could use that encouragement, use that empowerment, use that um, guidance and coaching. Um, yeah, take advantage of, of, the, of the opportunity to do that right now. All right? All right, guys. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you guys soon. Hey, guys. Boomadoo here. Okay, so you've listened to the 10 worlds of human consciousness and how they affect your productivity. And I hope it's just really clear, right? At any given time or any given place, you're either operating from a place of force or you're operating from a place of power. I prefer coming from a place of power versus a place of force, um, but it's up to you. And currently you are in a particular state, right? On any given day, there is a state or states that you are likely to find yourself in that influence the kind of productivity you're going to experience and the quality of life that comes from your efforts, right? And the level of exertion that you're experiencing. So that being said, if you're interested in sort of looking at the framework, a very organized, orchestrated framework of how to assess your state of consciousness, and then from there, make adjustments to um, operate from week to week in a way that moves you in the direction of higher and more power, then what I'd recommend is head over to the description section, take advantage of the resources there, and you'll be on your way with having a, an actual tool and some resources to help you, okay? Um, well, especially with implementing this concept. All right, that's it. Thanks so much. And I'll see you guys on the other side. And if you need to reach me, of course, my social media handles are all in the description section. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon.